0: So, so you're kind of like a really, really quick masturbator? Yeah. Like how long?
1: Less than three minutes.
0: Come on. That's it? Mm-hmm. It's like that, that saying. You ever hear that saying, dine and dash?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yours is kind of like wank and walk.
1: Wank and walk. I like that.
0: You're riding down the Harland Highway.
2: All right, hold tight on the Highway.
0: Um, hey, here we go. You ready? You ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's hit the theme music. Hit it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Das right, ladies and gentlemen. You're on the Harlan Highway Podcast. And uh, my special guest today, probably the most beautiful guest that's ever graced, the Harland Highway really? podcast.
1: that is quite a compliment because I've seen who's been on this podcast.
0: Well, Kevin Nealon's not as good looking as he used to be. True. Yeah.
1: He's a little bit past his prime.
0: Yeah. But Crystal, and say your last name because I'm going to screw it's it okay. up. Okay, Denha. Yeah. So just
1: like it's spelled. Oh, it is same way. Den-ha. Okay, because I
0: was going to say Denay, and so I'm glad you. People
1: always think it's a lot sexier Den- of a last name than it is, but it's pretty simple.
0: Denha. Mm-hmm. It's but it's not. It's exotic which I like. Do you like that word? Ex- exotic. I
1: love the word exotic. Thank you.
0: Yeah. You, I feel you, like if
1: I were going to have you choose any word, that would be the one I'd want from you.
0: And you got it. Thank you. Cause you, you are exotic. You're very exotic looking. Thank you, you. You're like an exotic car on a Harlan highway yeah. full of Priuses and Passats.
1: What car would it be? What was, is it like a Lamborghini or are <sighs> we going earth friendly? And is it going to be like a Tesla?
0: No, I think you're you're like classy. You got a classiness to you. So I, I'm going to throw a little bit of Bentley, a little bit of Rolls Royce, and then, and then you know that that kind of sexy, yeah, like Lamborghini, Aston Martin type mm, of thing.
1: I like that. So it's like a hybrid of all those, except I'm a gas guzzler.
0: No, you're you're like beyond gas or electric. You're like nuclear fusion. Like wow. just yeah, you just you create your own energy.
1: We're really starting this podcast off like, right beautifully.
0: Yeah. I mean, by the way, I said Passat. What, have you ever heard of that car?
1: I've heard of it. Uh, I wouldn't really want to be described as one, but uh, how I do you, have I, heard of it.
0: How do you say it? Pass-
1: Passat? I think you said it right. Yeah. yeah.
0: It sounds like a silent fart to me, that car. A Passat? Yeah. Ooh, that's... A- like, you ever been in a movie theater and had a Passat?
1: Oh, I personally have never had one, but I've been next to someone that had yeah. a Passat, and it yeah. was tough on the entire theater oh, god yeah mm-hmm.
0: whoever named that horrible
1: it is a bad name it's probably yeah. the worst name vehicle I would yeah.
0: say your name's beautiful too on top of it though Thank like you. sometimes everything just fits
1: it works right it
0: works and i look at you and the hair the the and i hope you don't get self-conscious about people talking about your beauty
1: no, i'm loving it i'm almost you know you are almost past the age where people are going to do that so i'm going to take it all in okay
0: well let me ask you this are you competitive about it like are you
1: no but i do like attractive women a lot you so, do yeah oh really not to like you know yeah just scissor but like <laughs> i like you know i like I, I actually i don't know i like every you know i like all shapes and sizes and beauty looks this is i'm already coming across so vain
0: no 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 <laughs> But nobody's ever used the term "scissor" on this show, and, oh really? and I think I know what it means, mm-hmm. but I'm not a hundred percent. Can you, in layman's terms?
1: You know what's so funny is I thought, you know, before I really learned about, you know, girl-on-girl stuff. Okay, I really thought scissoring was a big part of. You know, lesbian lifestyles. Okay. But I guess it's not from what I've heard from oh. you know, the, the few lesbians I've interviewed about it.
0: It's fringe. Um, it's like on the fringe of lesbian Aussieism. Well,
1: scissoring is like your vagina, vagina, and it's just kind of mm. rubbing and you're getting off like through the, I guess, rubbing the clitoris, if I'm not mistaken. But then I talked to someone and they're like, it's not really a thing we do. Um, and that it's just sort of, glamorized in porn and it's so funny oh. because I gave up porn for a, a little while ago but kind of like broke a couple days ago and the first scene that came up was scissoring and I was like oh, oh so wow. it is a thing in porn so I don't think it's that big in like the lesbian community but if you interview a lesbian I'd be interested in you asking Wait, her
0: so just so the lay person who mm-hmm. doesn't know what scissoring is because
1: well it's just so obvious right yeah can we so here's sh- demonstrate what... sure but yeah. two... well, you got to say what these are the v's
0: are those scissors these are
1: <laughs> these are two women's legs right okay what's in between the legs be... for women
0: meat. Uh, Vagina? Vagina, okay. okay.
1: And then you, you're you going to scissor, right? You're okay. scissoring, but then you're going in like rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. As in like you have a tie. Okay. Like this. Okay. And I think that that's... I, I feel like we should call... You know, like when... Who wants to be a millionaire? You get to call someone. Call like, a lesbian friend. Can we? Do you have any?
0: C- could I call a lesbian friend? God, I don't know. If I could... think
1: they'll tell us in the comments.
0: Yeah. People in the comments tell us if the... so. What are we asking them specifically? Scissoring
1: is it's this. it's this. It has to. What else could it be? Yeah. Right? I mean, I did watch it in a. Like a porno yeah. the other day. This is what they were doing. They were just literally rubbing against each other. Yeah. Which I think makes sense because when women masturbate, they're putting like a rabbit or a some sort of vibrating thing on their clitoris. So it makes yeah. sense that two of them, you know, two women doing. It makes sense. That, that's, that has to be what it is.
0: I wonder if Vulcans do like uh, industrial scissoring. Like they do the live long and scissor.
1: I think that's exactly what people wanted is, you know, you give them the vision of two women and then you're like, let's. Take it up a notch and well, this talk be, about Vulcans.
0: This would be two women's lesbian scissoring, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. this would be two Vulcan women oh, so the, scissoring. The
1: Vulcans are a little thicker.
0: Well, this is. Have you ever seen Star Trek? How this did is you their do thing.
1: That? Oh my lord!
0: Live long and scissor.
1: I could do it. <laughs> Wow, that's, I'm shocked that I could do that. Okay. The, the shocker. Did you say like the, the shocker?
0: The um, I think that the VO
1: you did on that was a little unnecessary with the slurping.
0: Well, it's Vulcans. Okay. Vulcans are slippery. Okay, they I do think the when, I noise. Think, well, I think when Spock is scissoring with one of his... And by the way, with that haircut, you know Spock's a lesbian, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like full sure, on. For sure. At the bangs and good-looking the... Good-looking
1: lesbian, though.
0: It's a good-looking lesbian. Some pockmarks under the makeup, but... But you know when Spock gets to scissoring with McCoy down in the sickbay mm-hmm. that there's some... It sounds like somebody stepped on a tribble.
1: Right. I feel like these <laughs> jokes are better suited for someone that watches whatever the fuck you're talking about.
0: Well, you can't, don't feel I, alienated I because feel most well alienated. people don't even know what a scissoring is. And by the way, if there's any lesbians out there, right. I'm not a lesbian, but if there's two lesbians, mm-hmm. I'm going to Staples tomorrow... <laughs> and if two of you want to come and scissor with me yeah. in the uh you know the office supply aisle
1: that's i feel like oh my god that would be such a good porn oh like scissoring
0: oh, in the office supply scissoring in the yeah but that's the thing you do that and then all of a sudden you wake up with a sticky note on your ass but
1: that's the fun in it you know
0: okay everything's but then,
1: already been done we're trying to look for a unique spin on it and i feel like this is your calling yeah I know you dabble in a lot of things producer wise. Yeah. This might be a little inappropriate considering your other projects, but Wh- it is worth thinking about or maybe throw it down the line to another comic that could maybe do it.
0: Well, what about you get you get going scissoring in the in the aisle there and you get those uh, really expensive like ink refill things squirting all over the place.
1: Right. Well, it depends on what your budget is for the porn, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, does the budget cover that?
0: Well, I figured. Because if you really
1: want to get wild with it and use your surroundings, yeah. I would think that the ink splurting everywhere would be necessary. Yeah. Because if there's any place that squirting is appropriate, it's porn.
0: Squirting. Was that what you were watching the other day? You said you I were didn't, watching. I, I
1: didn't watch it very long. I didn't even get to see them climax. It was like a. It was like a weird. It, it just it came up. It wasn't anything I searched for.
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> to be clear, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but
1: sometimes stuff will pop up, and it was like a giant party or something where yeah. it was. So it just panned. I mean, this, you know, whoever the director was was brilliant. It just kind yeah. of panned on the women at first, like a nice beauty shot. Yeah. Of it. And then it went to the more graphic, like a DP.
0: And did you turn it off? Or yes, did you I did. I
1: don't watch that sort of stuff. I watch regular stuff where the women are respected.
0: So. <laughs> you know, it shocked me when, when the internet thing started and porn started, like, accessible. I got to be honest, it shocked me when women said they watched it. Because I grew up in a Catholic family, mm-hmm. and I always assumed that women thought it was horrible, and it was, you know, this awful thing that men needed and men watched. But then... As I got older and the internet started, like women, like just talk about it and admit yeah. to watching it. Sometimes more than guys that I know.
1: Well, I was raised Catholic too, so yeah. talking any sort of sex is a big no-no, but yeah. also porn is a huge no-no. Um, wow. But I think now women are just kind of a little more comfortable with their sexuality. And I think men are being much more supportive of us being comfortable with it and embracing it. Um, I do still feel like it's more so men than women, but now there's this whole ethical porn movement. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. Um, Where women are now like directing and shooting porn where it just shows... How to properly treat women because a lot oh. of the way that people have sex in porn is not realistic. Like no one is having sex for that long. No one has that kind of stamina. Not even Usain Bolt, you know. So is that a reference you don't know? Because I'm trying to really drop some sports references that maybe you don't know. Since no, I did. know who Usain well, Bolt. Yeah, I just
0: when it. you said nobody has that kind of stamina, I just kept my mouth shut.
1: So you feel you do have that kind of stamina? How old are you? Do you mind me asking?
0: Let's just say I'm uh, over forty. Yeah, I'd say age-wise, I'm at least an hour and a half long. Okay, You know what I mean?
1: I don't, but I'm going to go with it.
0: Well, you've heard you of felt- dog years.
1: Yeah, I feel like the audience will get that. And stamina be funny. years. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, hour so do and So do you feel like women usually are surprised at how much stamina you have?
0: Well, it's hard to be surprised when you walk home like a lobster. <laughs> I mean... You're walking sideways and bashing into light poles. Wow! It's not much time to think.
1: Wow! Yeah, it's that. It's that good, huh? (sighs) That to me isn't good. That to me sounds exhausting. So,
0: but wait, what do women? What's the end game for women watching porn? Like, what? What do women watch it? Is it just visually to get aroused, or are they doing it to, you know? I hate this term, but rub one out is—is is it? Is yeah, it, I don't. I think uh, it's
1: a mix of things, right? I wow. think if it gets kind of boring in the bedroom with your long-term partner, you watch. You put a little porn on. That's something you could do, right? Yeah. Or uh, women to like for me, I don't like casual sex. I like like monogamous relationships. So yeah. whenever I'm not in a relationship, I feel like I masturbate a lot. So oh wow, um, for me, I can't do it without something on TV or on my laptop. Really, I need a little bit of support in that um, oh. but i also i'll only use a like there's this little thing that women use it's called a rabbit so it's sure. very quick for me it's like a three minute exercise i guess yeah. i'd call it
0: what's yeah. it called
1: <laughs> it's just a little rabbit yeah okay you okay it's a cucumber yeah, i had a feeling the shape talking. of these cucumbers would be a little inappropriate for this show <laughs> Harland, are you okay?
0: No, you were talking about masturbating I with. That. I
1: finished the conversation.
0: Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Uh. Excuse me. Um. But uh. So. So. Why do you think you need something to watch? Is it a lack of imagination, or is it? Yeah, is, lack of imagination. It is. Yeah. Huh.
1: Also, I don't want to have to think. I just want to kind of turn something on, get it going, and be done with it. And, you know, I have a lot of things I like to do throughout the day. Yeah. I don't want this to take up too much time. Especially because I'm not doing it with someone. It's just a very solo endeavor. So So you're kind of like a really,
0: really quick masturbator? Yeah. Like how long?
1: Less than three minutes.
0: Come on. That's it? Mm
1: -hmm. I'm sure I could drag it on if I wanted to by maybe watching some bad porn to like... Kind of get me going, and yeah. like, oh, i was like, i got to find something good. But Three minutes. That's I'm pretty a... good with the search bar. <laughs> it's
0: kind of like that, that. So I just
1: I find something right away, and it's great.
0: Yeah, it's like that, that saying. You ever hear that saying, Dine and Dash? Yeah. 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 Yours is kind of like wank and walk.
1: Wank and walk. I like that. I think that's your next uh, merch shirt. Wank and walk. Wank
0: and walk. No, that could be yours. That could be mine. Thank you. Um, but w- when women get all beautied up, Mm -hmm. We gotta shift gears. We gotta get out of the masturbation alley. I
1: literally came into this saying, "Don't talk about sex."
0: Really? No. Okay. No more sex. We're done. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, But do do you ever hear this thing? And you, I I know you know the answer. Women get pretty for other women, Mm -hmm. not for men. Is that true?
1: No. I feel like. It could be to an extent, but a lot of times, like, when you'll say, like, who are you getting all dolled up for? Someone's immediate response, and this goes for men, too, is I do it for myself. It's, like, the number one response of an incredibly insecure person. It (laughs) is? Well, there's no way. If that were the case, then you'd get dolled up at home, just sitting at home cleaning and doing things at home. Yeah, you're right. I do feel better when I get up and get dressed and put myself together for the day rather than roll out of bed and go run errands. Yeah, But, um getting like really gussied up like now this is the g- most gussied up i'll get yeah um it's definitely for everyone it's not oh, just, it is. okay i'm glad not to just hear that me. yeah
0: because i've heard girls say they they do it for other women and that just pissed me off it's well, like no because
1: women like i think women really like to be desired more so than men i know that sounds weird because men are a lot hornier but i, well, feel I don't like...
0: know after hearing your <laughs> wank and walk story i'm starting to wonder
1: well uh, mo- i think outside of me
0: yeah, yeah. You think you think men are hornier than women? Oh
1: my god, yes.
0: Really? Why tell me why? Because I, I sometimes I go back and forth. Like I've met women that just seem way hornier than men.
1: Really? Well, maybe out here. I think in most of the world. Really?
0: Yeah. What? I well,
1: because with men there's less attachment. With women I feel like a lot of times we need an emotional attachment to yeah. want someone's dick. But like sorry, can I say that word? You can
0: say whatever you okay. want. Hang on a um, sec. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? But
1: with men, you don't need any sort of, you You know, someone could walk in right now. And if you were attracted enough to her, you'd be like, let's, you know, like if, a, if, if you were somewhere, right. And it was just the two of you, some random no. girl. And she was like, let's hook up. Mm-hmm. You would not, you're single. You'd be like, all right, well, why not? Ye- Women aren't that, it's not, it doesn't. Aren't they though? No, never. I don't. I can't imagine that one woman that I know that if a man walked in randomly and was like, "You want this dick?" she would not <sighs> say, "Yeah." Come
0: on, really? She'd be like
1: nine one one.
0: Yeah. No, no. I mean, come on. Not all. Come on, guy. <laughs> come on.
1: Come on, Harlan.
0: Not all. No. There's got to be women that because there's also men out there that if a woman threw herself right. at him, he would go, "Oh no, I'm a all high right. standing more. I can't do come that." Well,
1: Majority. I'm saying. Really, a majority Th- of the days? men would say yes. A majority of the women would say no. Is what I think. Really? Yeah, I think if we took a poll.
0: Wow. Well.
1: I'm regretting bringing these snacks in. From- oh no.
0: You brought these up. Crystal brought these incredible snacks. we'll, we'll get back to to the other topics because they're important. Sure. But you brought these incredible snack. You hold that one up. Sure. So that's a tray full of veggies, right? Yeah. Yep. And this is a tray full of like sweets, like peanut butter cups, Hershey's, Twinkies, Skittles. Mm-hmm. Now, t- what's the experiment? Because this is your brainchild. I love this.
1: Okay, well, I inspired it.
0: Yeah. So the good. last
1: time I saw you. Yeah. Well, the first time before that, you yeah. were like, I was like, do you want something to drink? And you're like, yes, I love Coke. You know, yeah. if you have a Coke there, that's great.
0: I oh, love Coke. So
1: much sugar in Coke. And then Ooh. the second time I saw you, that same, you know, within a two-month span, you walked in with an Oreo milkshake because I had a Coke ready for you because I already knew <laughs> what you like.
2: Okay. And then
1: you came in with an Oreo <laughs> <laughs> milkshake,
2: God.
1: and you said to me, oh, sorry, I stopped by, you know, McDonald's or something on my way here and yeah. got this Oreo shake, but don't worry, I'll drink the Coke. And I was like, <laughs> if you're not already diabetic, it's coming. It's around it the is? corner. It's a lot of sugar, Harland.
0: God, I don't want to be diabetic.
1: Well, you're not. I think you're going to be fine. You're going to get it in check. or I mean, maybe picture
0: this. I'm well, you... diabetic. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a starry Saturday night.
1: Okay. You only have one leg because got... the diabetes got you.
0: Oh, well, there goes the scissoring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't scissor. You have a penis.
0: Well, if I tuck it back.
1: Or maybe you use that penis as the other leg since one leg's gone. There
0: you go. It's long enough. So, so
1: then that might work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we're improvising here. And okay. I think it would work for you.
0: Nubbing, scissoring. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the nub. Okay, we is just, to the left. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: We just can't get to this food. We it's all about scissoring. And, yeah. Well. Yeah. You
1: uh, consumed a lot of sugar. I'm on day five. Oh yeah, sugar. You, you're on a f- sugar-free sugar diet. I am. I try. Well, I'm. I'm trying to live better. It's not really a diet. I just want to like a, some lifestyle changes because I feel like yeah, I eat a crazy amount of sugar. And when you hit your late 30s, it, your body doesn't react to it like it used to. Like I've been lucky. I have a great metabolism. Yeah. But now I'm starting to learn that metabolisms don't stay that way forever. Um, Wait,
0: have you worried about getting diabetes though? Oh, Yeah. Is yeah. that how you get it? Like I. I don't mean to sound like a complete idiot, but. Is that the only way to get diabetes? It's from too much sugar in your diet, or, or is there other ways? I'm not ways? sure, but for, okay.
1: for me, I, um, I know you can put, you know, usually you'll go to the doctor, and they'll test your blood, and yeah. they'll tell you you're pre-diabetic,
0: which oh, gives God. you then the
1: opportunity to, like, take some stuff out of your diet. Take the
0: foot off the gas. And yeah,
1: like the white bread out and all the...
0: Wait, white bread supplies? A- I was thinking ice cream and, and, and Twinkies. That
1: too. that too. Sorry, I'm bad at speaking into the mic. Yeah, that's my favorite dessert, a Twinkie.
0: Well, wait, bre- bread is 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 it? white
1: bread. Yeah, it's a big no-no. It's at the it top is? of the chart. Yep.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, potatoes
0: wait. and potatoes. What? Yes. I thought potatoes were mostly starch.
1: It's my favorite. It's all my favorite. Those are all the things that you're supposed to cut out. First How thing po- I was told to cut out: white bread, potatoes, what? and then obviously sugary snacks. So then I saw this woman, and I showed you the clip. Yeah, and she went viral on, I think TikTok.
0: Okay. Um,
1: she was an elderly woman that was told by her doctor to cut out sugar.
0: By the way, she looked like she was crawling with diabetes. Right.
1: Which she, for me at that point, it's like just go for it. You know, she just looked like Ronald
0: McDonald want. had just come through a car wash and got stuck in the yeah. heat blower at the end.
1: I'm sure she'd find that comment hurtful, but yeah, I can that's you know want. it's it was a pretty spot on description. Yeah. So.
0: I want her hurting. I want her hurting so bad that she gets down on all, all fours so and she this scissors thing. her own face. So
1: she did this thing where she would smell okay. the candy or the sugary food and okay. then eat a vegetable. And it, she claims it tricked her senses.
0: So the vegetable tasted like the candy, even though she was eating. So you want me to try this, but you're not going to try I'm gonna it. I'm
1: going to do it. With, well, you're not eating that. So I could do it with you.
0: Oh, we're eating that. See, I
1: think this is why you got excited about oh, it because wow. you thought I was going to let you eat the candy, but you're not really eating the candy. Right. You're just smelling, I'm it.
0: smelling. So I, let me start it. So what do I do? I smell the the chocolate. Which
1: veggie do you want? Let's get it queued up.
0: Let's try the butter lettuce. This this, oh, this piece. is
1: butter. Oh, that's oh this romaine. One. Romaine. romaine romaine okay, romaine. Yeah,
0: I don't know my lettuces. And by the way, if you're ever camping, these are boom. You ever
1: why why, why for camping?
0: Well, you ever. In the woods.
1: No, I, I don't get it.
0: Ever been camping? <laughs> oh, you mean to wipe? Bingo, baby.
1: Oh, okay. So that's like the leaf. I feel like this this might work a little. That's bit good for
0: wiping away scissor juice. Oh, yeah. okay. This I get is it. for the. I get it. This is for. I gotta learn Nature's my Valley is better. I see. Yeah. Okay.
1: Great. Great.
0: So to tell, walk this has me a through it. In it. Okay. Yeah, it's got.
1: I love that. That's about what you're about to put in your mouth.
0: Oh well, and the chocolate. So
1: no. You're not oh, putting it yeah. in your I'm mouth. I'm sniffing. Okay, so but you gotta take a really big whiff.
0: You be the director. You're, right now, you're you're Scorsese. Direct okay, me. Ready?
1: Okay, Harland. Yes. Take a big sniff, real good one. Now quickly take a bite. Did it work?
0: No. Oh, come on. I'm not kidding.
1: Well, maybe because the chocolate's not fragrant enough.
0: Are you kidding? This is Hershey's. They have their own fragrance. And by the way, it doesn't with... even smell like chocolate. It smells like somebody dipped turpentine on an old lady's yeah, I'm gonna leg. I'm going to try with a Twinkie. Okay. Because Twinkies are my Wait, let me direct. Okay, you direct. You, you are Scorsese. Okay, yeah. I'll be I'm... Alfred Hitchcock.
1: Okay, go ahead. I was going to say Michael Bay because all what your stamina. Well, it's my podcast.
0: Okay, go ahead. Just <laughs> don't take this twinky and sniff. Now take the lettuce and bite.
1: I think we're doing it wrong.
0: It did not work at all, did no, it? No,
1: no, not even in the least bit. No. Let's try it. Maybe I'm gonna break this.
0: Oh wait. I think I I think I know what we got to do. Okay. Look, can I try it? Yeah, you do it. Okay, so I take the chocolate. Uh-huh. Okay, I sniff it. And then...
1: Okay, that's cheating.
0: Tastes just like chocolate. Hold on. I got to do something to wash that lettuce out of my mouth. Good Lord.
1: You don't like lettuce? Wait, I want to well, try it. This is because this is peanut butter cup.
0: Oh, I love those. Oh, that one worked. It did?
1: That worked. All right. You have to get it really close. Oh, wow, that worked. I'm not kidding.
0: So ha- you have to do them both, like, right in the same proximity? hmm Can I do it with a raspberry?
1: Yeah, and then I think we should do, what's it called, ASMR?
0: I think we should scissor.
1: Okay, go ahead. Ready?
0: Well, you didn't say yes. <laughs> Still didn't see you laugh.
1: You told me to move on from the scissoring, and I'm just trying to help you keep that
0: I know, but you said maybe next we should eat some lettuce and some coleslaw and some, some Snickers bars, yeah. and I'm like, well, why wouldn't we just go right to scissoring? No, that didn't work. you yeah. got
1: to kind of keep your nose in the isn't that... chocolate.
2: What is in that? I ate the wrong one. The... Yeah, that
0: one worked. I bit the wrong one. Wait, maybe this will taste like a peanut butter cup. Yeah, because well, I still got it in, in my it. mouth. Yeah.
1: It really does work if you keep it. It really does work.
0: It does. But why would you want to do it? Wait, so that you can.
1: Turn the, let me chew this into the microphone because it's a new thing, too.
0: Oh, yeah. You want to chew? You want to do can some exotic chew?
1: chewing? Let's do some exotic chewing. Ready? Instead of
0: scissoring, we'll do some chewing.
1: Yeah, this is going to make them hornier. Ready?
0: Hello, baby.
1: This is a cucumber?
0: I like to look into your eyes
1: yours is good because it's a little more animalistic because you're eating the full cucumber like that mm-hmm. i'm gonna do one big bite
0: but i can't swallow it there's too many seeds
1: there's no seeds in these are seedless persian cucumbers they are yeah there's no seeds in them
0: oh do you want oh, a spit well, there's tray these little ones sorry mm-hmm. it's true no i don't want to spit do tray. you want a spit tray
1: no you're really making this very you know i love that you're so accommodating i am Mm.
0: can we pretend we're on a first date and mm. then every time i ask you a question you chew like that
1: yeah okay ready oh my lipstick's on it
0: so um do you want
1: me to answer the question and then chew or just chew and then just answer, the chew question? Your okay. answer your answer your, your
0: chewing is the answer okay so it's uh really nice to meet you um are you enjoying your work up at ibm Um. So, any plans for the summer? Anything fun? My, uh, I know I don't know you that well, but I have some horrible news. My, my grandmother fell down the stairs and broke her back. That's exactly what it sounded like. You son of a bitch! You. Son- wow. That's
1: hot. I have a lot of cucumber.
0: Would you do me a flavor? And right there, there's a Seven Up. Would you just? Because I gotta wash this turnip and parsnip and everything else right out of my mouth. Good God. It's like you're being tortured. Well, I feel like we're doing it We're doing a. Um. Thank you so much. I feel like I we're help? doing. Yeah. Okay. Help yourself. Open it. Wait. Wait. Oh, you gotta oh. open it on the thing. You oh yeah. To
1: the ASMR to, or what is it called?
0: ASMRT? No, no.
1: What's it called when they chew into the microphone?
0: Annoying. <laughs> Rude.
1: No, there's this woman. She's just like
0: that's Morse code. God, open it. <laughs>
1: wow. Fizzy. <gasps> fizzy. Fizzy. <sighs> I have to drink it. <laughs> Oh, this has twenty-one grams of sugar.
0: Oh, damn! That's we good. we blew your thing.
1: You did. It's okay. I deserved it after all these vegetables. Oh
0: well, that that experiment sort of worked, but didn't work.
1: I can. I think it's a fail.
0: But you you got it to work. I couldn't get it to work. But I have a deviated septum.
1: Oh, that's why.
0: Some say I have a deviated face, but I'm going to stick with septum.
1: I don't see any deviation from here, but I'm only seeing one angle.
0: How's your septum?
1: It's pretty good.
0: I have, you know what I have. What's your worst feature? I'll tell you mine. Mm-hmm. But we, I don't know if you have a worst feature. I do. I do. What is it? Can you say it? Or do you no? want to say
1: yours first?
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: go ahead.
0: You ever heard the word waddle? Yes. Look at this. I have like a waddle.
1: But it only waddles when you do that. It's I not know, like you it, walk down the street and it waddles.
0: I don't know. I was walking down in Santa Monica the other day and I got attacked by a family of pelicans. On your. I think it was almost. What's the, that area called? It's almost like a date rape. <laughs> and then i was at SeaWorld about uh three weeks ago and they threw me out i swallowed a salmon hole like about a 15 pound salmon just right you
1: look like you could take it yeah you look like you could
0: isn't that weird and just the name of it the waddle hey you want to touch my waddle it sounds like a sexual part on a woman yeah like f- the labia the vulva the waddle yeah the stermina or I whatever like what's you- another lady part like a Technical one, Labia. a a teat. No, for the
1: for the vagina. Yeah. Should I know more parts? I don't know. I Should. feel like you got them.
0: Okay. Okay. You got them. So I don't even think you have a bad feature, but what is it if you have? I have a,
1: a artificial toenail on my right big toe. No way. It's permanently damaged. Yeah. So I have a really ugly big toe on my right foot.
0: What happened?
1: Um, when I was younger, my dad, my my siblings and I were fighting, and my dad lifted the kitchen table to like scare us and. Bang it down. What? And it went down on my foot.
0: Oh man! Did your mother freak? Because you must have screamed like yep. holy I hell. I started
1: crying like crazy. It was really the bone popped out.
0: Come on! And did your what did your mother do to your dad?
1: Nothing. She was like she probably deserved it.
0: Wow! I was a bad kid. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Were your siblings flipping out?
1: Um, I think everyone. No one really understood what the extreme of it was i think at the time everyone was like oh she's exaggerating she's oh, overreacting God. yeah and she's exaggerating
0: a- <laughs> the bones sticking out
1: and they cl- took a closer look at it so
0: wow so now it's disfigured and deformed and- well it
1: looks good because i put i go to the nail salon and i have them you know put a fake little thing on there so it looks good it looks normal oh, okay now that i've told you if you were to take a look at my feet you'd be like oh i
0: see yeah i'd probably here. puke
1: mm-hmm, 100% yeah.
0: Is it discolored? Is it like green and sort of orange?
1: It's just nailless.
0: There's just no real nail there. It's like a cat getting declawed.
1: Like imagine your thumb with no nail on it. It would just be so ugly.
0: Yeah, it'd be hard to hitchhike. It would look like your waddle a little (sighs) bit. Look at this thing.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Can you use waddle in a sentence?
1: Not in the way that you're hoping for, but with a different meaning. I hope for like I waddled my way to the bathroom.
0: Oh, that yeah. Mm-hmm. But can you use this 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 in a sentence like a waddle?
1: Yeah, I feel like Harlan's waddle is most prominent while doing missionary. I feel like that's when you, it would really stand out, and when it would waddle on its own.
0: Yeah, I would just start. Flapping. Are you like a
1: missionary guy?
0: Not anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would. That's what I would think thing
0: i want to do is i mean i got i got enough stuff flapping around mm-hmm. at that point i don't need the waddle going
1: yeah that's where i feel like uh the waddle would really shine <sighs> wow so just so, so we're clear
0: missionary we demonstrated scissors so missionary is when you lay down in the between woman on her back the, and man, the man on top, on top right so it's the most traditional way to intercourse right. isn't it
1: Right. I think it's what the cavemen did. I don't think that they did much more i
0: See, I might disagree. What did you think their
1: position of choice was?
0: Well, because if you think of it, cavemen or what? Primal, right? Mm-hmm. So a woman laying down on her back is sort of a very vulnerable position. It's her rolling over and going, okay, I'm submitting. I'm allowing you to take me. Mm-hmm. And it's something you sort of have to prepare for. You lay down, you open your legs, the man gets down on top. So there's a procedure. But if you think of Neanderthal man or Homo erectus, we think of them as primal hunters and gatherers taking what they need, just living off the instinct to survive, eat, sleep, and procreate. Mm -hmm. That's how the human race sort of got propelled through evolution, right? So now you've got to think a cavewoman's down by the river or the swamp, you know, drinking water. She's hunched over. She's hunched over. She's, you know, maybe uh, doing some kind of primitive needlepoint through a woolly mammoth hide. Maybe sure. she's uh, bent over picking berries. And I, I don't find that primal man would walk up and say good evening honey would you uh, like to have intercourse over behind the log mm. i think neanderthal man just took
1: took it right. you know
0: that old image of him clubbing the woman over the head and dragging right. her. so i think i would i would assume like like a lot of wild animals and mm-hmm. let's not you know i think we can assume that neanderthal man was had a wild streak right? and i'm not trying to uh you know paint a horrible picture here but this is just reality i feel like they would have probably just walked up behind Mm. and just done it almost
1: right to be clear we're talking about rape right now right
0: in a sense yeah but back then it wasn't rape because well it was rape as we know it but Mm. to them it was just if you ever watch these nature shows where where primitive monkeys and and chimpanzees and everything they just jump on each other and go and then walk away right or in nature when you see lions you'll see the the males just mount the females and do it and then just walk away and the Mm -hmm. female so you gotta wonder was caveman sex as polite as the missionary position right or was it just take what you need no hard feelings that's the way it works we're primitive we're primates am i overthinking this here No, i mean now god i need a twinkie yeah (laughs) Please.
1: That's a lot easier to eat for you than that cucumber. Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite snack in the world.
0: Well, it is cream filled.
1: But belt. Yet, now that you've uh, painted the picture so beautifully for me.
0: But would would you concur with that? Like I'm not I, just. I
1: agree. I think I think you're right. I think. Oh, okay. Um, me assuming that cavemen liked missionary, I think that that was a bad assumption on my part. So yeah, thank I think I believe I
0: believe cavemen lovin. If they were snuggled up under a cave bear skin or a woolly rhinoceros skin or whatever they slept under, they're huddling together for warmth. In the middle of the night, they hear the eerie, distant cry of the pterodactyl. (coughs) Or whatever they do.
1: Right.
0: Sorry, I'm drooling.
1: It's okay. i would really getting into it.
0: I I would think that maybe uh, conga... You know, awakened by the eerie, distant call of the pterodactyl. Going for
1: it, huh? Or yeah. whatever, however
0: mm-hmm. you would do it. I would think maybe he would, you know, open his giant brow, and I would open it, and he just, you know, maybe roll over onto Minga, or whatever, or Ook, or Ankh, or whatever. This what, what, is what? the
1: caveman name? This or? is the woman. Oh, woman is Minga? So,
0: or I like that or, name. Yeah, Mink or whatever, you know. Oh and, and he'd roll over onto her, and then you'd have the, the, the traditional missionary. Right. But outside of that, I think they're either just coming in from behind, like ter- uh, T-Rex style, or they're scissoring on the cave floor. Do you think cavemen scissored? No. What about three-hole punched? Because there was probably a lot of... <sighs> maybe for like
1: the homosexual cavemen for sure
0: three-hole punched for sure yeah
1: yeah i could see a three-hole punch with cavemen yeah the gay cavemen wow Mm -hmm.
0: so scissoring three-hole punching
1: you learned a lot today i feel yeah you learned that this doesn't work
0: that did, didn't work for me, but that's the thing. Maybe it's a male-female thing, mm, possibly. Because everything's man. That's what I wanted to ask you, a question too. Because a lot of your stand-up act, which you got to go see or do stand-up, it's mm. hilarious. We Thank worked you. together not too long ago, and you were killing me. But a lot of yours revolves around the men-women relationship, female thing. Mm-hmm. And I had some questions about. Sure. Who do you think does things better? In a relationship, like I, I put a little list together who's who's better at this the man or the woman communication who would you say wins that prize
1: well i was thinking about this on my way over yeah. i was like upset about something and i was like oh it's... do you want to talk
0: about it no i'll get it out of you okay <laughs> i'll scissor it out of you it's you'll see
1: slurping. you'll scissor it out of me i oh, hope yeah so. i will um no i was i think with women yeah we want to communicate. Okay. But Communication for us is a lot of talking. With men, they just kind of get out what needs to be said. With us, there's a big buildup. Um, you can't really re- relate as much because you kind of talk like a woman. You, you tell a long story to get to the point, which is okay.
0: You mean like the caveman? The caveman, thing.
1: Man, right? There was a. Was Actually,
0: a, I wasn't finished. So. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Sure. When that, no, no. Keep going.
1: Um, <laughs> men just kind of want it to be more precise. They want to yeah, get I, to it. But for us, for women, we want you to understand where we're coming from. And in, and we feel in order for you to do that, we really need to take it from the, the start of things and kind of uh-huh. build up to what's happening so you get to really understand what's going on in our very complicated
0: minds. So can I make an argument against you being the better communicators? Sure. Is there a point where in going for all those details and trying to fill in the blanks and make everything so crystal clear is there a point where you over communicate it's too much talking it's too much data the man therefore sort of tunes out and therefore that makes you the worst communicator because you're communicating too much
1: no because part of communicating well, is listening and you just prove that men don't like to listen
0: I, I didn't say that you
1: said that they tune out
0: but I said did they tune see, you didn't listen to me. Okay. They tuned out because you were giving too much input. Mm-hmm. There's there's giving information that you need and there's going over. Let's say you took your GPS to go to Wendy's for a burger. Mm-hmm. And in reality, it said, take a left on Sunset, go one mile and take a right on Dalmer Street, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take a right into Wendy's. But then Mm -hmm. what if it said, take a left on Sunset, there's a fire hydrant on the side of the sidewalk, go past the fire hydrant, you'll see three trees, there's a man walking his dog, ignore the old lady peeing in the bushes, go right past the stop sign that has a sticker on it from Motorhead and take a left into Wendy's. So you're still getting there, but it's way too much. I don't need to know. So I think I just made my point.
1: I I don't know, because you told me a 26-minute story about cavemen.
0: Oh, Um, by the way. And so when they're eating the woolly mammoth steaks... mm, Sorry, I'll finish it later. Yeah.
1: I could reference every point in that story. So I think your comment earlier, your observation that I'm a bad listener, was... Incorrect. Um, And I think that with women, it's different from a GPS because we want you to understand where we're coming from. We want some empathy at times from our partners. And I think it's important that we take them along for the ride, for them to really see how we're feeling and how we got to the emotions we're at.
0: But see, now aren't you making an emotional lasagna because you're taking what should have been a simple conversation and you're layering in your emotions and the empathy and stuff that maybe has nothing to do with the place you were trying to arrive at, and therefore, once again, you overpopulated the but communication. But I, I think a
1: lot of the times you misunderstand where we're trying to arrive at. Where are That's you trying to
0: arrive that, at?
1: That so emotional... You're still
0: not there because that you overloaded everything.
1: Because you're a man and you're not letting me talk, Harland.
0: Well, I'm trying to listen, but my mouth won't... <laughs> that
1: emotional lasagna is our foreplay. You know, people always oh, say... Wait a minute. Makeup okay. sex, right? Okay. If you get straight to the point, there would be no such thing. And for women, I think it's important to get that every so often.
0: So let me tie the this only together. Time,
1: it's the only time women will admit that they're wrong. When? When there's makeup sex, sex at the end of it.
0: So the over-communicating mm-hmm. is also in there for not just getting to the point, but it's an added layer ...of gamesmanship mm-hmm. that goes beyond the conversation and into later in the day and right. possibly into the bedroom.
1: See, these are secrets I'm not really supposed to be telling you.
0: So you've over-communicated, but clearly. But you, right. <sighs> Lucky for you, I'm not listening. But
1: you were game for our... Pardon me? ...dessert stuff. So.
0: <laughs> what?
1: I'm going to take a sip of water.
0: Is somebody talking? That was very... Ins- <laughs> Sorry, I, slurp. I know I was doing it for you because you're too much of a lady to do okay. it. So I did it sure. so you could understand. I was communicating. I understand. Slurping. Um. So in conclusion,
1: right? Yeah. Concluding.
0: Who's the better communic? I know we we talked about we talked a lot of lasagna and cave people, but who who's the better communicator in the end? I ask you. I won't.
1: Right. I think women ultimately. I think if mm. we need to get straight to the point, we do because. It's just something we're capable of. It's just not what we want to do.
0: Why, though? What, what, what's I, in it I, for you? I mean... I can't
1: tell you all the secrets, Harland. I, d- I told you one, and I yeah. feel like that one is a big gem of a secret that you now have, and you know, and so do your listeners or viewers, however they're deciding to take this episode in, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, okay. As a man, though, mm-hmm. can I say that that's a frustrating approach?
1: I can understand how it's frustrating.
0: Like for-, for, for And they fr-
1: want you to take that frustration out on their vaginas. <sighs> Are well, you getting it I at all?
0: Talk my ears off and then grab them.
1: What's the next question?
0: <laughs> you, 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 the way you ended with that, when you end with my vagina, you just won. I know. You're a good communicator. I know how to
1: move on from a conversation.
0: Moveon.org. So. Um, all right. What about this one? Okay. Who's better men or women? Spontaneity. Men. Ah, why?
1: We like to plan. We like I, I, well I thought agree. out I stuff. I It's funny because I'm always the more romantic one in relationships.
0: Oh, that's the next one. Right. Save that.
1: Okay, I'll save it. Um, but I do think women are are more so planners because we have a lot more on our plate than men
0: do typically. Like what?
1: Well, especially now because women, women work now. We're not just slaving away in the kitchen and raising kids Yes, a lot of women are doing both or they're also tending to their man i work full-time but anytime i'm in a relationship i'm always very active in my partner's life and helping in any way he needs help um yes and so with all of that we just like to take more on you know than a man does men it's like you go to your job you come back what what other things really do you feel like are you being spread thin doing as a man give me some examples
0: Spread thin, Mm -hmm.
1: so you work obviously. Yeah, what else?
0: Uh, I don't know. You sometimes you're just spread thin emotionally because you're working hard and you're maybe you go play, go to the gym or play some sports, and then sometimes you can be a bit exhausted physically and emotionally, and you just want to flop, right? You don't necessarily want to engage in a sensitive conversation or a petty conversation or a rational sometimes you just want to flop
1: do you ever feel emotionally drained by women who are in your life
0: yes i have
1: and is it because they're very argumentative and won't let go of things yes what are some things that they complain about Oh
0: gosh, sometimes it can be something very deep and emotional and sometimes it can be the most random stupid thing like, hey, I like uh, the color green. Since when do you like the color green? And here we go for a, you know, three hour argument because I said I like the color green.
1: Do you think maybe it's your fault because you brag of so much about it is. your stamina? Well, so they think maybe you could really go for hours in the argument department as well.
0: And then in the end, I can't. Right. I can't back it up.
1: A lot of times, that's what happens when people brag about things. Yeah.
0: I talk a good game. Right. But I don't play a good game. Right. So I said I could go for an hour and a half to six hours. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't say that earlier, but I'm adding that now. Mm-hmm. But when you get me in the bedroom, right? it's almost about, what, a minute? You look in my eyes, what would you say? I last... A I would well, say
1: at tops, you know, and that's at the top of your game, like yeah, first thing in the morning after a cup of coffee, right? I think you're okay. right. You're like an onion. We're peeling back the layers. Yeah. This is and good. What does I think an this onion is do? It makes you cry for you, I'm right? Crying. And you're making these poor girls cry because you're promising them three hours <sighs> and you're giving them less than a minute. Yeah. Do you see f- where they're coming from now?
0: Yeah, but it feels like three hours.
1: It does, I'm sure. And that's where, you know, you're a little bit mistaken.
0: Maybe. No, I meant the three hours when I'm sobbing in their arms oh, feels like okay. three hours. I thought
1: we were t- coming to the conclusion that you might be a little delusional, but no, I understand no.
0: that. No, do they act as like, and then I need to emote, I need to cry in their arms, be held, nurtured, cuddled. Right. See what I'm talking to... about?
1: We have a lot, of, lot on our plate as women.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: I have a seed. That's
0: what she said.
1: Not yours. That's
0: what she said, too.
1: But we're getting somewhere now, Harland. Well we felt- didn't
0: you didn't hear my side about spontaneity.
1: Okay, go ahead, please.
0: Okay. I think that men are more spontaneous and a little more dangerous because they don't plan as much. Mm. And I think, and you can say yay or nay, but I think it makes them a little more fun because a man will say, "Hey, let's just jump in the pickup truck and go drive, and we don't need to make a reservation. We'll just find a cool little old hotel, a retro place on the side of the road." And do girls like that, or is I that... feel
1: most most women love that. Oh, I, they do. Good, that's been I, my experience. Yeah, I think most women would love that. I think I, I don't like surprises. I don't like oh. to get. I don't like to be caught off guard, which is weird. Um, huh. But most women do.
0: But why don't you? Like, you wouldn't like it if, if your guy just said, hey, baby, you don't need to know. Just jump in the truck, throw some stuff in a bag. We're going for a weekend out this way, and we'll stop when we stop, and we're it's just going to be a road trip, an adventure. That doesn't... No. Does that give you anxiety or it something? It does. It does. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's weird. I'm not high-maintenance. I like to do very, like, casual things. We yeah. take a lot of road trips. I, you know, I drive out to Zion National Park twice a year. Camp wow. out there, it's great.
0: My favorite guy. But I wouldn't
1: want anyone to say, like, hop in. Because I like to be prepared for everything. Yeah. So I just feel like any sort of surprise, I'm just unprepared. Maybe I'm a little A-type, and that has a lot to do with it, too. But, yeah, um, yeah I'm not big on surprises.
0: Okay. So sounds like in your relation, the man would be the more spontane- spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that brings us around to the one you brought up, romance. Who's Ooh. more romantic?
1: I, I, I it's hard for me to speak on this because I'm like the most romantic person in the world. So, um, but, and it's funny because I was always like, you know, the last guy I was with was super, super romantic. And oh. it was the first time I had ever been with someone who was romantic. More than you? More than me, more than Ooh. I think anyone in the world. Wow! Uh, and it was exhausting to be around because any little thing I would do for him, he felt like he had to reciprocate times 10 because oh, he was the wow. man. wow,
0: yeah. Um, so, so it became competitive almost?
1: A little bit. And it's just, it's just my natural nature to just be romantic and do sweet things. Yeah. I'm just a thoughtful person. My dad was the same way. Oh yeah, especially
0: when he smashed your foot with the table.
1: Yeah, that was him being thoughtful. Like, hey, romantic. Yeah, you know, get your head and get your head right.
0: Yeah. So,
1: um, now if if a
0: man is poor dad, is your poor dad your poor (laughs) table? Well, Mm -hmm. is if a man's too romantic though, like if a guy's like overdoing it with the flowers and running your bath and a gift every night, does that get a little almost effeminate? Does that sort of step on the manliness? Can, can you overdo the I romantic think play? as a
1: man or as a woman, you don't want to do that because then you're sort of love bombing someone. Um, right,
0: there's an interesting term. Describe yeah. that term. That's, well, it's
1: when you kind of, it's all it's kind of a manipulation tactic where oh. you're just kind of blindsiding them with all this romantic stuff so that yeah. they like you, uh, and then one day it just kind of goes away. But I think also you don't want to give too much in the beginning of something because then someone's constantly going to have their hand out, and that's what the relationship's going to be. Um, So I think there should be a buildup to these things. I don't think I think little sweet things are nice in the beginning, but unless it's a a, like a long term committed thing or you know where you guys have really gotten to know each other, I don't think the surprises or the romance should be that big of a deal unless again it's someone you've known for a while and you've, right. you've really been pursuing this person, you finally get that chance to be with them. Um, but I think you should get to know each other because you don't want the person going into this thinking, I'm going to get things out of this person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so this is a good person for me. You want them to yeah. be interested in you and you alone. Yeah. Not what you can do for them.
0: Yeah. I think you're bang on with that one. And one thing I'll add is I think if, if your relationship goes the distance, I think it's important to, drop periodically those little romantic gestures never let them trail off completely like every now and then bring home a little gift or take them out or say something like that that should be continual i think
1: i agree and everyone's different some people what's the book um for the acts of service some people are different they like gifts some like acts of service some like i think affection i don't i'm I'm saying it all wrong, but everyone, some women need that where they need little trinkets here and there from their partner. And it doesn't necessarily even mean that they need to be expensive, but they just want to know that you spent your day thinking of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then others, it's very important for them to spend quality time, physical time with their partners. Um, and then for me, I'm super affectionate to the point where I feel like I might be the most affectionate person I know, Ever At wow. all my friends have said that, but I'm affectionate with everyone, my girlfriends. Yeah. That's, partners. That's kind of
0: cool. That's beautiful. I love
1: hugging, holding hands, yeah. you know. It is beautiful, but I think it can be overwhelming sometimes for some people. It can be.
0: Is but there is there a thing that someone does to you that that's affectionate like that? They do something and it annoys you. You know, no. sometimes you're sitting in a movie theater and maybe someone puts their arm around you, or the way they hold your hand, it's annoying.
1: Never. I love affection. Unless it's a random stranger doing it, then that's an yeah, issue. But yeah. I, don't th- I don't think I've ever, I have like a good, I'm pretty good at judging what type of people I'd be interested in. So I would never go on a date with someone I'm unsure of being yeah. attracted to or being into. So yeah. I've never been in a situation where I'm like at a movie and a guy's putting his arm around me on a first date and I'm like, oh, this fucking asshole. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah. you I'm know, usually into it. You know what I hate is, and, and it's, a ni- it's a nice sign of affection that, that women do. But some of them like to go like this, up and down your...
1: Mm -hmm. I call that tickletations. It
0: drives me insane. Like, I hate it. You hate it, but you love it. No, I hate it. It 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 just annoys that. Oh, it
1: annoys you. I thought you were talking about what's getting you revved up. No, No. it
0: annoys me, and it's like you can't.
1: What annoys you? Is it it, itchy?
0: It's just it's it's an irritating. Like it's not a grab. It's not a. It's just I wouldn't be into that either. And you're watching the movie, and I the the amount of times that you know you they have the drink in the cup holder. Mm -hmm. The amount of times I like pull away and thank God for those drinks because I can you know I can literally break the thing. Thing, and then I'll just hold my drink for for an elongated period of time and just be like sipping.
1: Or you should switch it up. Like if she's <sighs> doing that, just grab her hand and just hold it.
0: I've actually on occasion just told girls. I said, "This I hate this. Don't good, do it." Good. And you, you, you kind of got it. You got to communicate like yeah. that.
1: Did they cry ever and turn it into a three hour conversation? It.
0: I think it comes back. It all mm-hmm. comes back. And you know that's the thing. It's such a it's such a crazy dance. Right. Um, we talked about getting competitive. Mm -hmm. You, you obviously clearly know how to do your makeup. Mm -hmm. It's it's immaculate.
1: Thank you. I've done it the same way since I was like 17.
0: It looks great. Thank you. I do a thing. Would you be competitive? Would you feel intimidated if I put a little makeup on here in front of you and tried to kind of see if I can kind of the.
1: Well, then I would feel like, um. I was brought here with false pretenses because I was told this was going to be about me. And now you're making it about you.
0: I know, but the conversation, which is half you, is about being competitive. And I think if I do this and it brings something in you out, it's right back on you. So let let me show you, and we'll, we'll go from here. I use something called, I shop at Sephora. Okay. And I use Kat Von D's Midnight uh, Star Splash. Wow, you're really going for sprinkled it. Sprinkled with cinnamon. Okay. And if I just applied a little eyeshadow to kind of, you know, bring Even my... Even up the playing field a little bit?
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: Uh, and see Are if Are we that...
1: competing for scissoring or what's happening?
0: Well, I don't know. Let's see what comes out. Okay. And I, you I'm, don't need
1: a mirror. You're just I don't need a mirror. A I just, style?
0: I just do it. I did this when you're when you're using Kat Von. D's.
1: Wow, that's really highly pigmented eyeshadow.
0: Yeah, well, I like to uh, I like to pop and drop, as they say.
1: Okay, you're definitely popping and dropping.
0: Here we go, Kat Von D's Midnight.
1: Wow, I like that you just went for the expensive shadow versus CVS brand. Well, I that, respect that.
0: That sounded a little catty and competitive, to me. Well, because I
1: think that just kind of tells the audience that you know that I don't wear cheap shit. So you really wanted to come and bring it. So you hit us with the Sephora. And Kat Von D, she's popular, doesn't go on sale. So you paid premium pricing to come bring it today. And I think that that shows a big sign of respect to me.
0: Okay, okay. Whether you
1: like to admit it or not.
0: No, I like the way you you kind of came at me hard, like Mm -hmm. a freight train running in the night. Hit a moose, hit an elk, Mm -hmm. hit a caribou, Mm -hmm. tossed them in the air. Mm -hmm. Really kind of knocked me down a lot of pegs, like Helen Keller doing tiling on a roof and falling down the ladder with braces on her legs. Sure. And then you uh, sort of brought me up at the end, Mm -hmm. and that was kind of crafty. You kind of knocked me down but then sort of lifted me up. Right. But part of me wonders if you lifted me up. So you can knock old Helen Keller down again.
1: See how I do it? (sighs) Right. If you would have come with some wet and wild shit, I would have felt disrespected. And I probably would have gotten up and left. But you came with the good shit. And um, because of that,
0: I'll allow it. I fight fire with fire and I'm going to put on another layer.
1: Okay. There we go. Oh, you're really going for it. I'm into it. This
0: is called Midnight Moon Dance. I love that you're
1: not even trying to stay in the lines.
0: Well, some of us can wear their stuff without having to be all uh, articulated, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Wow! Jealous much?
1: Yeah, I am.
0: Can I can hear it in your voice?
1: I am. Um, I like how it really brings out the gray in your hair. The well, blue. Well, and I like how it sounded you sounded
0: like an insult, maybe. And added that, a little
1: to your nose too. Is that like to contour it or?
0: No, I did that on purpose because it's, I call it the triangle effect. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, when people are looking at you, it makes my nose look more linear.
1: And that's contouring, um, just so you know. <laughs> well,
0: maybe to you. Well.
1: I like how it matches my laugh. background, your eyeshadow.
0: Well, I think it matches mine even more. Okay. Dark blue. Versus Where do
1: you plan to go um, with all this eyeshadow on?
0: Uh, I'm going down to Merry Calendars tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, me and some of the girls are going to uh, have some uh, meat pies, some uh, crab puffs, mm. and then we're going to go uh, throw our tampons at uh, school buses so you can you stick think? them to the windows.
1: Is that what you think women do?
0: Well, I know me and my gals do.
1: Okay. You have a pretty strong crew. Yeah. hmm
0: How do my eyes look? Are they popping?
1: I mean, would I consider you competition at this point in my life? Um, no. but not you know, honest. But I did have an awkward stage in my 20s, and I feel like back then you could have been competition for me. Today, no. You know, it's just.
0: Do I look the least bit feminine at all? You do. Then I have to ask.
1: Especially with the Princess Leia headphones. Right. The way that they're on.
0: So if I got a little bit of a woman vibe going.
1: You're kind of doing like a KD Lang for me. Oh, wow. A little bit.
0: What was her song? Helpless Shelter or whatever? Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not sure.
0: You never went to Lilith Fair? It
1: was before my time. Okay. So. Do you have makeup remover? If I could just
0: seduce (laughs) the camera for a minute. You ever seduce the camera all the time try
1: it no no it's a different kind of video
0: i think i won this round
1: yeah you did this is all you it's your time to shine <sighs>
0: yeah. all right
1: i have to s- take a step back at times it's like charity work <gasps> what's that
0: this is when I've, I do my butterfly kisses with my Kat Von D Midnight Star Splash with Cinnamon. Can I see that? Oh, you can't hear it. It's a harp. It's oh, a I can harp. hear it. Yeah. Butterfly kisses. This is to my viewers. It's a little treat I do for them when I... Do you know how to do butterfly kisses? It's
1: just your eyelashes, right?
0: Yeah. Do you want to do one together? You do one to your camera and I do one to mine. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one.
2: Another
0: one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Am I the first person you've put makeup on for? Yeah. Thank you.
0: Well, I told you. What did I say at the beginning? You're the most beautiful person we've had on the podcast, and I knew I had to play hard. I was brave. I had to get out on the court, play hard, take the shots.
1: Not a lot of people want to come, you know.
0: In one minute.
1: In one minute, right?
0: Especially me.
1: Not a lot of people want to go to bat, you know. And uh, you came and you brought it.
0: What did you say? I did what?
1: All this competitiveness has had me work up an appetite so i'm eating your rabbit's food
0: (laughs) hey you brought it not me all right we before we get to our last segment okay
1: what is there's another segment the
0: final segment we do it with everyone you're gonna like it because it involves fashion Oh, okay before we get there tell people about where they can see you where they can find you on your Instagram. Tell them about how they can get in touch with Crystal.
1: Okay, you can follow me on social media. I am Crystal Marie. I have a new podcast coming out in a month. It's called Call Me Mommy. Oh, wow. It's about women's health. You're going to love it. A lot of what we discussed today, like scissoring and, um, you know, the makeup of the female vagina. Things of that nature. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: So this was sort of like a warm, a preamble this to was that. A warm
1: up a little bit. Yeah. I have a
0: feeling you're going to have a whole Neanderthal segment now.
1: I, I, I do think it's important that I mention that. Yeah. You know, because it's supposed to be all the things your parents were supposed to teach you, but didn't. Yeah, but so I did. I bring in right, bring in a lot of health professionals, and maybe you can help me find a specialist in the caveman. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you used to be, or you are an EMT, right? Like I went a, to
1: UCLA for uh, UMT. I graduated there for UMT training. Yeah, which means EMT training. E- which e- means if I want to go be an EMT, I can. I no, was, but what's oh. an
0: EMT to the lay person? Most people oh. watching my show don't know a, stuff. Oh, really? They, they don't, don't know what an stuff. EMT is. Come they don't on. know. Most of them don't even know what an AT and T is.
1: Oh, okay, well, EMTs. Um, mm-hmm. So we are like the fluffers. We take care of the. Person, we're the first ones to get there, but then we're just kind of shoot away.
0: Get where though?
1: When the, when there's an emergency, when someone calls nine one one and you need an ambulance, yeah. First, usually the first person to arrive to the scene is an EMT. EMT and the paramedics come and imagine we'll if shoot you away. Were,
0: imagine if you were you were there and you were dying, you had a gunshot wound, and it's the, instead of an EMT showing up, ET showed up. Oh, oh wow. And beat you there.
1: But I feel like he has those secret powers. Right.
0: He has that glowing finger so he could just heal you before you guys got there. And you're like, didn't you get shot? And they're just like, oh, um, no. Um... well, tell them more about your podcast what, oh, and sure. also your your where they can follow you if you want or sure. see your stand-up comedy. Follow me.
1: At, I am Crystal Marie. I post everything there. Anytime I'm going to be on okay. stage, anytime I'm in a, a new city, uh, it's all there.
0: Good. Yeah. That's it's very ex-
1: easy. Just follow me on social.
0: Yeah. That's exciting. Congratulations on the new uh, podcast.
1: Thank you. Really, really well, loving that makeup.
0: Well, it's it's not. I don't love it. It's my my audience loves my you're butterfly kisses. Well, they're sweet. so soft and gentle. Have you That's ever sweet. had a butterfly or a moth land on you in your I sleep have. and do they request
1: up? the butterfly kisses? Like does your yeah, audience usually they comment in like the comments give us more? more
0: more butterfly kisses and so
1: you should try one with like a wave. Oh, you're gonna do, you're gonna come in my camera. That's aggressive.
2: Okay.
0: I just want to make sure everyone gets an, you know, enough, you know, butterfly kisses. You don't feel
1: like I've given enough love to the.
0: Well, you gave, you did it once. If you want to do one more. Oh,
1: I don't. I don't. Are you sure? I feel like I gave them a lot today. Yeah, you. I gave chewed a lot. on camera.
0: Yeah. Um, the final segment. Mm-hmm. I think you'll like this. This is called. Ready. Yes words from a wooden shoe okay and this is an authentic dutch clog okay how it works crystal is you reach inside you don't look there's random words in here Mm -hmm. and you read the word and tell us if it relates to you in any way in your life a story a memory something you saw okay so it's just sort of random reach on in there words from a wooden shoe yeah stretch actually move your mic away And just do a nice long stretch if you don't mind. Oh yeah. Yeah, just take your time, stretch to the roof. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. See. What do we got? Words from a wooden shoe. The words are Well it's
1: spelled wrong, but it's supposed to be psychological trauma
0: well, maybe it's spelled right and someone doesn't know how to communicate. Um, Psychological trauma outside of this podcast, right. have you? is there any story or memory that relates to?
1: There might be too many for this podcast. We should have started with this. <sighs> you know, my parents are Iraqi immigrants. There's a lot of that uh, from my childhood. So,
0: Is there one, one stellar standout? trauma that we can leave our viewers on an upbeat happy note at your pain and suffering and hurt
1: It's a good question let me think of a good one yeah
0: I'll do some butterfly kisses will you
1: oh, please do while I think I have to have a couple of raspberries to get it
0: going. oh you need some raspberries
1: oh. okay I was aggressive.
0: Well, you said you wanted some raspberries. That was
1: another time (laughs) when you, yeah, when you do the raspberry, that's when your waddling starts to waddle more, too. (laughs) Wait, wait. Do the raspberry.
0: It's a butterfly wall. Ready?
1: (laughs) See that? How it did that? Did
0: it vibrate? (laughs) Oh, God. I feel ill. That's, this, this is psychological trauma on me now. You saying that is actually psychologically traumatizing. What's a
1: psychological trauma that you've had prior to this episode?
0: Okay, but you're the you're the guest, so you have to tell it, but I'll... I'll
1: tell one, but I want to hear your Okay,
0: first. what's a good psychological trauma for me? Maybe it'll jog me? my memory. Oh, God, I don't know. Maybe... Um, Going to boarding school, I remember it was sort of a violent place. Mm. I remember seeing a lot of sort of. Um, who sent you to to boarding school? My parents, but I had this this one this one roommate who was an older guy. He was like he was a bit older than the other boys. He was like two years older, but he went there. But he was a little bit mentally slower, mm-hmm. and he had severe um, epilepsy. Mm. And he'd, ha- he'd, he'd have these fits and he'd get, and he was, he was sort of like, it was a little bit almost Forrest Gumpy, mm-hmm. And so some of the other kids would pick on the poor guy, but he's kind of a big guy, like a gentle giant. Mm. And our boarding school was way out in the country and not far from it was a railroad track. Like the trains went down the railroad track. And one day they, they were just like sort of tormenting this guy, this kind of gentle giant who was a bit kind of slow and, 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 all of a sudden, he just sort of snapped, and he didn't know how to handle everything that was coming at him, and and he started running. He ran out of the school, and he ran out the front gate, and he ran down the, the road, and he's running near the railroad, and a train was coming. And you just hear, you know, it's coming in the distance. Now he, he starts running right beside the railroad tracks, and he's going to run in front of it. And me, I was his roommate, me and one of the other guys literally had to run beside him and kind of like body check him away from the train. And I just remember it was sort of traumatizing because he was such a vulnerable sort of guy, you mm-hmm. know. He, he was a simple guy, but he didn't know how to handle being picked on and he didn't understand. And, and it was sort of, it was, it was psychologically traumatizing because you, you saw... How delicate humans are, and how cruel and vicious they can be. Mm-hmm. Where they find a weakness, and instead of you know nurturing the weakness, they they traumatize the weakness. Right. And it, and it was tough to see this guy who physically probably could have crushed all of them, but didn't have the means or the mental capacity to handle it. Right. And instead, he just looked for this simple way out, which was to run in front of this oncoming train. And I was Poor like, it always, it always stayed with me. Yeah, yeah,
1: that is very traumatizing. I
0: sort of blame his parents, too, because I, I, I wondered if they maybe put him in the school to try and get him out of the way because he might have been that's worse. Devastating. Because he didn't belong like it. I don't say he didn't belong there. But, it, it, you know, boarding school is a very kind of tough place. Why were you sent there? My parents just sent me there. Well, did they, you, you come ex-
1: from a lot of money? Aren't boarding schools expensive? They did okay. Good.
0: But but they 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 said it was to get me a, a higher education. Mm. I secretly think it was tr- to get me out of the house because mm-hmm. I was a bit of a troublemaker. Were you an only child? I was the one boy out of four, f- five kids, four sisters.
1: Wow. So
0: I, 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 to this day, don't know if I buy there to get a better education. But, but uh, at any rate, this- It's funny
1: because they just try to get rid of In a Middle Eastern household, if it was one boy and five girls, the boy would be the golden child.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's
1: interesting how white people yeah. treat, their, yeah. treat their boys. Get
0: them out. Get them out. Get that son of a-
1: Yeah but yeah. it
0: but it was uh, yeah so the, the, the it was sort of like the wrong environment for this kid this kid need i, th- I think a gentler place it wasn't
1: a place where he could thrive ever <laughs>
0: yeah it was and it wasn't just that day it was constant like kind of every day you saw something or if it didn't happen that day you knew it was coming people would kind of stick the poke the stick through the cage mm-hmm. and so that was a little you know but in a way it also it taught me a lesson it wasn't bad but it also sort of taught me to be kind to people. And when you do see someone that, you know, isn't at a certain level or if someone's hurting or down, you you show compassion and you, you, you try to help and not be that cruel entity, you know? Mm-hmm. So...
1: Well, that was sweet that you knew from a young age to show compassion. I think that's a beautiful thing about you. I
0: well, didn't learn
1: how to show a lot of compassion till I got older. Okay, but now I feel like I overdo it. I'm so sensitive. I feel like the older I get, the more oh, sensitive I get. So, that's okay
0: though. It's better yeah, to be that. It's better way that than way than the other. The other right? Way. Yeah. That right, is. Um,
1: I'll tell you my traumatizing thing. Here we go. When I got my period, my parents never. My mom never spoke to me about any of these things. The
0: first period.
1: My first ever period. Okay. right? I was in the sixth grade. Okay. Um, and I didn't know what was happening because no one's ever talked to me about it. Right. So I was cramping up. I was feeling sick. My teacher was like, what's wrong with you? And sixth grade is kind of a little early for a girl to get yeah. her period. Um, especially me because at the time I was like really, really thin. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going to the hospital because I had no idea what was going on. Oh. They ended up taking me to the hospital thinking like something was wrong because I had turned pale white and I kept like crouching down whatever um so again no one talked to me about it but then the doctor was like you're getting you know you got your period blah 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 so I didn't know that you only get your period because sex education didn't come until the eighth grade right so I didn't know you only get your period once a month no one talked to me about it my mom even after that didn't talk to me about it you know she was forced into an arranged marriage had my brother at 18 me at 19 she didn't know there was a lot she didn't know either you know that her mom didn't talk yeah. to her about um so i didn't know you get it once a month so i wore a pad for a full year i was wearing oh. pads for a full year thinking i just I was supposed to wear them forever
0: you're like the original spongebob wear <laughs> pants
1: Here's where the trauma comes in.
0: Whoa, okay. So
1: back then, pads were not like how they are now. Now they're very thin, and they capture everything you needed to capture. Back then, they were giant. They looked like diapers. Yeah. So people would say I had like a saggy ass, because (laughs) for a full year, I had these giant pads on Well,
0: you know you're supposed to wear it on the front, right?
1: Yes, but it's so long, you know. It went
0: right up your crack?
1: I had the cheap ones, you know. We didn't. didn't sure you weren't wearing an adult diaper. We didn't have the big butts for... Uh, you know, the always, yeah. we got the generic brand, which is a lot thicker, you uh, know, yeah, so. Yeah,
0: the Costco tampons.
1: Yeah, pa- pads, yeah. not even the tampons. Oh, the pa-
0: Costco Tampons, pads. I was told yeah. you'll
1: lose your virginity if you wear a tampon, so I didn't wear a tampon until I hit like 19 or 20. I didn't start tamponing, actually, yeah, till after 20, because I lost my virginity in my 20s. So that was when I was felt it was safe to wear a tampon. My, but yeah, it was traumatizing. One of
0: my fat sisters had a one of those giant, pads on and it was Her said uh, home of the whopper on the front of it
1: mm. funny
0: <laughs> but so that was traumatizing for you because the kids thought you had some type of deformity
1: yeah and then one guy was like oh you look like you have a fat pussy
0: it was just really
1: wow it was a lot of weird in
0: grade six mm-hmm. some kid in your class in grade six knew about a fat pussy yeah
1: we dated after that so
0: wow Fat pussy. You don't hear that a lot.
1: No. You don't even know what that means. Like, what does a fat pussy mean at yeah. the, in the sixth grade? Yeah. Like you're feeding it well. What's happening?
0: Yeah. Or when you unzip maybe you're overfeeding your, it. Right. Or when you unzip your pants, it like thuds to the floor.
1: But how disappointing. You think someone has a fat pussy, but it's a pad.
0: Yeah. Or maybe not.
1: Can't imagine. At least you'd have
0: a place to rest your head.
1: True. Very pillowy.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm a little traumatized by that. At yeah. least I thought you were going to have one of those first period stories where you, you went and you had white jeans on right. and it went off. No,
1: because I had those giant pads, so that yeah. wasn't anything I ever had to worry about. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, folks. Words mo- No, that, that's a good story. I just had to
1: one-up your Boo Radley story. That's who I would think that guy you grew up with. What, did, you, did you ever read To Kill a Mockingbird? So
0: Boo Radley, yeah, it, yeah. Does he
1: remind you a little of Boo Radley.
0: Boo Radley, played by, um, what's his face? Uh, the guy from Apocalypse Now. Um, J.D. Salinger. Mm-hmm. To Kill a Mockingbird. Played by Robert Duvall. And starring Gregory Peck.
1: Wow. I was just talking about the book, but you're going in deep.
0: That's the movie. Mm-hmm. And then in the book, there's that famous scene where...
1: He kills the...
0: The, the little girl whose name is its it... Is it Tig? What's what's the little girl's name? I
1: don't remember her name. It's a goofy name like Stick
0: or Tig or something. And I always laughed. It was scary, but I laughed. But she went to the high school dance with her little sister, or little brother, and she dressed up like a giant ham or a pork chop. Mm -hmm. And I never forget, she was like running down the street because Boo Radley came out. And visualizing her dressed as a giant piece of meat, <laughs> it was the weirdest. It was the weirdest story, but it was so cute.
1: Mm-hmm. To kill a mockingbird, that's like a kind of an intense book to force kids to read. Yeah, It's part of our curriculum for school.
0: Yeah, but but it was it was good. It was yeah. it was a really well written book. Mm-hmm. And I'm if you've ever again. if you've ever had a mockingbird, by the way, the state bird of California, the mockingbird. Oh, it is. Yeah, and you know a, who
1: loves mockingbirds? Who is, uh, Tom Rhodes, comedian Tom Rhodes? Why I don't know. He's got a bunch of stuff at his place. He does podcasting out of his yeah place, and he you can see the um he tries to bring them all in.
0: See, that's a huge error. Why? Because mockingbirds are the rich littles or the Frank Caliendo's of the bird world. They're called mockingbirds because they can imitate the cry, the call, the song of every other bird. Mm. So that's why they say they're mocking them. They're tricksters. So they can imitate. They're masters of mimicry. And the, the other thing people don't know, and Rhodes probably is going to learn this the hard way, is they're one of the only birds that start singing when it's still dark. So if you have a mockingbird nesting in near your home within 50, 60 feet, They will, to defend their territory, they're very vocal, they will start defending their territory at about 3.30 in the a.m. when it's still dark. They're one of the only birds that sings in the dark. So not only do they do their own voice, but they do the call of 60 other birds. So if you have one nesting in your area, you are not going to sleep. They are loud they are piercing, and when there's no other noise and you're trying to sleep, it's like a car alarm that's getting date-raped by a Morse code machine or something. Mm. So you don't want mockingbirds in your hood.
1: Right. This got intense. This took this a got, turn. This got really angry. Yeah. yeah, I was into it, though. But I've been traumatized. I listened to every single word you said. So.
0: All right, then, since well, you're such a good communicator, communicate it no, uh, all back.
1: Um, well, all I know is steer clear of... It's the Mockingbirds. That's not what I said. Um, you, you also said listening. that they sing at night, and that sounds like a nightmare. You yes. also said that I dethroned every other person on this podcast for best looking, so I hope I have no beef with Jesselnik. Um, I would hope not.
0: Well, you did.
1: You can't count. This is your podcast. You don't, you don't get to count. Well. Okay. Guest was the word.
0: Yeah. And I'm not going to argue with you unless because this is your
1: alter ego that's considered a separate guest of me.
0: I don't eat waffles. Okay, but if you want some alter egos,
1: that made you know a lot of sense.
0: Wait, did you say egos or egos? I said egos. Okay, I thought you said egos. Mm-hmm. I wasn't listening. Alter ego. Alter egos.
1: <laughs> now I want an ego.
0: Yeah, I see. I win. <laughs> All right, here we go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Crystal, thank you so much thank for being you, here. Thank you, Harlan. You are so fun. Check her out. Go to her Instagram and say the pod, the new podcast one more time. Call me mommy. Mommy. Thank you. I do as I'm told. That's Appreciate it for today, it. everybody. That's
1: a good little man. Do what you're told. Sorry.
0: Thank you for being here. Until next time, chicken chow mein, everybody.
1: This is insane.
0: Wait, can you do me a favor? Yeah. When I bite into this soft cookie, just to mess with people's minds, you bite into the crunchy. Sure. So we, we freak them out. The, 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 the textures don't match. Okay. Ready? That's what you call a mind fuck. We'll see you next time, losers. Hey, I'm Sean. And I'm Edwin. And I'm Alex. And we're three longtime friends who love NBC's The Office, and we've been watching it ever since it was on TV. Every week, we pick a different Office-related topic. It could be an episode, a season, a character, an arc. We do a deep dive trying to
1: figure out why we and why everyone loves this show so much. We also do trivia all the time. We play Office-themed games. We answer questions from our listener voicemail line and our emails. Listen to the Michael Scott Podcast Company on the iHeartRadio app